Hello, everyone. How's your day going? It's your boy Nappy Nick. You are presently listening to the Holy City High Podcast. Brought to you by Blowfish for Hangovers. Because, you know, if you've been drinking like I've been drinking during this quarantine, your morning's been rough, you know, shit. Need, need recovering some shit, right? So, you know, you're going to pop these two tablets, throw in some water, and be good to go about 30 minutes. Blowfish for Hangovers, guys. Use the promo code HOLY20 on 4 to get that 20% discount. I'm going to say it one more time for my people in the back. Holy 20 promo code for hangovers.com to feel a little better after you've been drinking. Because I've been drinking. I've been drinking. That what Beyonce told me, though. What well, I do, man? It's been a hot minute since I've been on here, man. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, hope hope your people's good. Uh, your friends living their life, you know, and doing what you do. Um, as far as me, uh, just had my 30th birthday on May 25th. Um, in this wow year of 2020, um, this is my dirty 30. 30? 30. 30? 30. Hey, okay. <laughs> well, OJ Juice, man, shout out to you. Um, it was a good time. Um, I didn't want to celebrate the way I wanted to, though. Um, I wanted to go out, out of town. Originally had that plan. But the coronavirus fucked up those plans. So um, I just had a chill time. Uh, went out with a few friends. Went to the beach. Smoked something that good, good. And, you know, enjoyed the sunset. Well, it was, I didn't enjoy the sunset. It was overcast. But it was a good time. Um, um, birthday was uh, for what it could be this year. Pretty, uh, pretty pleasant. Um, hopefully, after this quarantine is over, I can go and enjoy some festivities over in Denver or Vegas or Jacksonville, wherever they decide to go. But uh, other than that, you know, not not a bad way. Well, for how wild this year is, um, I was I was content with it. Uh, with that being said, um, on that same day of my birthday, which was May 25th, over in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, uh, a black man lost his life to four police officers. Um, George Floyd, if you have heard or just been living under a damn rock for the last two weeks, uh, was killed by four police officers, um, Derek Chauvin. J. Alexander Kong, Thomas Lane, and Dal Tao Dao um, while being apprehended for forgery, or potential forgery. Um, if you haven't seen the video, uh, that's what really triggered uh, all the protests across the country. Um, four officers had him detained on the ground. Um, the one officer, Chauvin, had his knee on for his neck. Like and not just on his neck, like pressing his knee on his neck for about eight or nine minutes. Um, Bob Ford was saying I can't breathe, which is why the protest is hashtag I can't breathe. Um and for the last three minutes of that of uh of that video, uh, Ford is pretty much motionless and unresponsive as People who are filming this or telling the cops that that's the case and they are still proceeding on detaining him in the present way. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Um, that has triggered, you know, a national, not a national one, nationwide protests in almost every city in the country in addition to um, a lot of protests in other countries, you know. Shout out to Ireland, Australia, South Korea, um, New Zealand, um, shit other countries I can't get to. I'm not trying to go through them all, but... um. You know, and I think it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back too. Um, essentially, that that in addition to Breonna Taylor and all Amon Arbery uh, deaths in Kentucky and Brunswick, Georgia, um, in a way that where people are just fed up, um, got tired of it, and. In Memphis, it was real bad. Um, they rioted for almost a week. <laughs> um, other cities, L.A., um, even here in Charleston, um, there's riots. I'll, I'll get to the Charleston riots here a little later in the podcast. Um, um, personal thoughts of it. Um, um, I don't approve of vandalizing businesses that had nothing to do with you know, post-brutality and stuff. I understand people's frustrations. Especially with the system, especially with our president being as divisive as he is. Um, but, you know, also people livelihoods, like the black cop that got killed protecting the business by looters and stuff. But um, also, you know, at the same time, you see the aggression of police officers being aggressive during peaceful protests, whether, like, there's a couple officers that I think pushed down el- like an elderly old man who was just. It, trying to get out of the way and like crack his head open on the concrete or shooting tear gas in, in peaceful crowds and stuff or even <laughs> when Trump went to get his uh, photo shot of, of that church on his first response on this whole entire protest which was amazingly wild like what he said was kind of like off the chain um he those protesters right outside the White House. They tear gassed them, got them out of the way so Trump can go get a picture at the church of the presidents, I guess, St. John's, I think it's called. Don't quote me on that. Um, um but, but uh this is a long time coming, guys. You know what I mean? Honestly I thought a lot of this would happen sooner than later. Um but with how wild 2020 has been, um, this if, I guess this is the perfect year. It was the perfect storm with the the way the economy went down, um, addition to this quarantine and people struggling um, to make it through financially or um, just maritime. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot. My bad, guys. <laughs> Essentially... I hope this is the trigger for major systematic change in America um, from the ground level all the way up. Um, what do I expect to come from this? Number one thing is vote, vote, vote. I'm saying one more time for my people in the back. Vote like a motherfucker, stinging like a bee. I'm just kidding. I was stupid. Um, <laughs> a little less early in the morning. Um, but no, no, you just people. Like, you have to educate yourself. And you have to get to these polls because those are like the top two things you have to do. Um, because I'm not just talking about at the presidential one, even though this is a presidential election this year. I'm talking about, you know, senators, uh, congressmen, um, 
you know, officers at the local level when they're running from like the uh, sheriff or your local prosecutor. And, you know, you need, like it has to be every level because if you don't, those those really conservative people on the right, they're going they're going to show up and they're going to vote. And when things don't go your way, you understand why because there's people who don't, they're going to be in positions of power who's only going to appease certain people. And that's very unfair and unfortunate, but that's been the American way for generations. And the only way to fix that is, you know, just don't don't align yourself to a party because it was Democrat or Republican. Align yourself to what do you believe in and are these people a good representation of what you believe in? These are my demands of what I expect for you to get my vote. And if you don't live up to these demands, we're going to vote you out. That should be the mindset of everyone that's running for office. You know, well, not for, for every voter that's voting for people that's running for office, essentially. Um, with that being said, um, there's I got into a couple of Facebook arguments. I'm going to bring one up. Um, this is with a former coworker of mine, which I don't have really any you know, will toward her. She's always been really conservative. Um, she's pro-Trump, uh, which is kind of a little mind-blowing, but she's, at least I thought her daughters were like real feminists, so it's kind of like a little wild. But I'm going to read a tab it. It's a very long post, but I'm going to read a tab it what she said. Actually, I'm just going to read the whole thing. So everybody has a clarity. So when I comment, um, I got attacked on this post like hell too. Um, I'm not too mad about that because I was like, well, no, it's not my profile. If it wasn't really about her, it was more about other people. You know, just hey, well, whatever. I'm gonna read what they said too. But uh, here we go. Um, as I read, I love to know why Black Lives Don't Matter on any given weekend in Chicago, Detroit, etc. Pick a city. Black people kill black people on a regular basis, and no one bats an eye. You have one bad cop who undoubtedly killed a black man that was also arrested. So that makes Detroit America okay? I'm hearing. This is what happens when peaceful protests are not heard. There was a time when black people weren't allowed to go to schools where whites couldn't drink out the same water fountain or use the same bathroom. Well, what an unbelievable slap in the face of people like Martin Luther King who peacefully facilitated change in America along with many white people. The number of police interactions with blacks have gone up. The number of police shot by blacks have gone up. Yet the number of blacks shot by police officers have gone straight down. Don't even get me started on the slavery issue. No one in America is enslaved, nor enslaving anyone anymore. White people put an end to that. This is a key word. White people put an end to that in this country 157 years ago. Same cannot be said for other parts of the world, not to mention many blacks sold blacks into slavery. And one of the first slave owners in this country was a black man. <laughs> Anthony Johnson, she was precise on that. Every race at one time or another has been enslaved. Look at our athletes in this country and tell me how many bla are black and worth millions of dollars. Doctors, lawyers, politicians, musicians, you name it. And you find all races represented in America because this is the greatest country on earth. If you choose to apply yourself and stuff don't break through business windows, you have the opportunity in the world here. In many instances, you have a leg up if you're a minority. Lastly, in this rant, I have to point out that Minneapolis is a blue city and a blue state. Keep voting Democrats in, and this is what you keep getting. 
white privilege my ass just stop it uh, that that was her uh that was her pose now before i really critique it i will admit that in america you have more opportunities than most other countries um because of what america is but <laughs> um first of all white people didn't end slavery <laughs> um they just changed the definition <laughs> um which I really want to get into. Um, my roommate, actually, more than anybody, kind of pointed me in this direction with the 13th Amendment. And I'm going to make a whole podcast episode dedicated to the 13th Amendment. So please be ready for that. When I do it, it'll come in to you real soon. But before it comes out, you should um, look at the 13th uh, documentary on Netflix uh, and a few others. I'm going to have them all listed probably in the. Uh, Probably like my uh, show info page when I, uh, when I drop this episode out. But uh, my thoughts with this uh, reaction. So let me read my comment. My comment was, this got laugh at too. I had some people like it, so it was but she had a lot of people support. So this post has so many issues. Mainly you probably should educate yourself before speaking on MLK and learn the definition of systematic racism. Stop assuming white people put a stop to slavery rather than change the definition. I'm still mind blown that grown women like you really are just tone deaf. It's all good though. It's not even hate, just more than amazed by how simple people are. That was my original comment on this. Um, <laughs> um, but my overall thoughts are never posted in this whole entire chat because before I could even get to that point, I was already getting, being called either racist or I don't make sense. Well, Peter's like, I'd love to tell you to do it. This is before I even really said anything. And it's, it's just, it's it's, uh, it's it's wild. I'm almost, uh, and there's some people that have my back too that I don't even know. They just were like, yeah, there was some guy from Texas who was triggered. Like, I know everything about slavery. I'm like, no, you don't, bro. Like, come on. I just, you know, I'm not, I'm just assuming, obviously, but just reading on your context. You seem very misinformed. But going back to the original post, um, <laughs> the fact that she used MLK is a little mind-blowing because MLK was pretty much arrested, beaten, and eventually assassinated for trying to protest peacefully. And, you know, <laughs> it took his death to even kind of make it civil. <laughs> at this point. So it's like, you know, <laughs> a slap in your face, that, that was like a really ludicrous statement. Um, and the fact she even mentioned slavery and saying it was in 157 years ago, I guess formally through the amendment, which was the 13th Amendment, um, it's not essentially it was in it. It was like, so like, here's my knock on the 13th Amendment. I'm going to read what the 13th Amendment to my guys are, like to my listeners, and that's not really familiar with it. Um, 13th Amendment is as quote, and this was uh, ratified December 6, 1865. Neither slavery, sorry, <laughs> neither slavery nor involuntary service, servitude, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party should have been duly convicted, should exist with the United States or any p- subject to their jurisdiction. And the second part is Congress should have the power to enforce this article by appropriate le- legislation. Um, this amendment is essentially the big loophole 
of systematic racism, how it kind of originally started. And the biggest loophole is the fact that, uh, in the keywords, except as a punishment for crime, essentially everyone's free except criminals. So to during this reconstruction, this is right after the Civil War, so the reconstruction phase, where you have all these blacks that are free now, uh, a lot of whites were, well, you know, let's use the media and push the agenda that uh, blacks are, you should be afraid of blacks. And if you're afraid of blacks, they're gonna, they're gonna be engaging in criminal activity, especially black males and stuff. And this was forced for, you know, from this point moving forward to, you know, for the last next 100 years, <laughs> essentially. Um, especially with the uh, the first motion film, Birth of a Nation. If you haven't checked it out, I'm not going to elaborate too much. Um, that's going to be more of the 13-minute podcast episode I'm going to do. But that just give you some context of where I was going to go with the answer to her. So if she is listening to this podcast, you know, check that shit out before you speak on you know, a public site like Facebook. Um, but I'm going to let that be. I'm not going to go too much into that. That was just... There was some followers of some people I had to have conversations with through social media. I don't like arguing through social media because most of the time it's counterproductive. Um, at some point, people are not going to change their mind, okay? especially on social media. Like I'd rather talk to you in person so you know where emotionally where I'm feeling. Because sometimes you can't get those words out the way you want to. That's the reason why I do my podcast. But um, with that being said, um, I'm uh, kind of take it back and focus on the riots that happened here in Charleston. I'm going to wrap this up. I want this podcast to be around 20 and 25 minutes. So, uh, so on May 30th, um, there was a huge demonstration for the Black Lives Matter, I Can't Breathe movement, um, which was peaceful. It was peaceful most of the day, at least during the day. Um, Nine time was when it took a turn for the worse. I'm um, starting to run the city market where uh, there were some people out there kind of engaging the police a little bit. Uh, that's when the police formed a line. Because I think initially uh, some protesters blocked the bridge or, or they blocked the ramp going onto the bridge from East Bay. Which these people were moving like a lot. They were around the city a lot. I don't know. They were driving or walking. But man, props to them. They got some good conditioning. But started at the market. Um, Police form a line. Police in full tactical gear now. Uh, they form a line and start marching up market, pushing the protesters out of the market up Meeting Street. This is where they engage them again. Um, meeting and hassle. And this is when the cops kind of start shooting uh, tear gas at the protesters. And so these protesters throw shit back. Like it wasn't just all in the cops. It was like, you know, they were shooting fireworks and. I think maybe throwing water bottles full of live fluid or water in general, not too sure. Um, then it made its way back to around Marion Square. That's where the cops kind of held up at. And like they were just tear gassing and shooting rubble bullets at people in the vicinity, whether you're a part of the protest or not. Um, this is where I have all this film on the Holy City High YouTube channel, so please check that out. Um, but during that period of time, the cops stopped patrolling King Street. And while this was happening, you know, none of the restaurants or businesses on King Street knew, I guess, had any foresight that this was coming their way so quickly. So these restaurants are full of people. And, like, this is around 
eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. So there's like, you know, King Street is fully busy on you know, Saturday night. Then, you know, that's when things start getting vandalized and you know, people are you know, either hiding in the restaurant or have an exit through the emergency escape route. Um and like you know, you see my videos, I was just kind of observing what was going on and Evidently, I was the only person doing that because even news people wouldn't go out. And I have, like, you know, my friends would tell me, thank you for doing that because, you know, people wanted to see in real time what was happening, uh, not just Snapchat and stuff. And I went on Facebook Live or Instagram Live and, you know, it was kind of just observing. It was wild, man. It was like, it was just crazy. You know, I saw a safe in the middle of King Street. Um, almost every business was vandalized. Um, um, and this is all by the cops. Was, I guess they were just essentially waiting for backup from the National Guard and other agencies in the area, um, which took about two hours. So right for two hours, for a period of two hours, King Street was lawless. You know, people were just doing whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> um, there was some good fire. I think the one of the employees, the owner of Halls, at least one of the owners, came out with a gun, shot in the air, or shot at the protesters. And that's why they broke into the halls and tried to start a fire. Uh, I know West Elm Park got worse than anybody. Um, they uh, started firing there, and the sprinkler system went off and probably almost destroyed everything. It went off for the entire night. So um, there were some wrestling made. I think Emma Waters was 19-year-old white female. Um, she, she was just playing stupid. First of all, if you're going to break into a store, wear a mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, common sense one-on-one. But uh, she broke into uh, King Street Grocery, which is a convenience store, in addition to Los Oasis, oh, Olas, uh, which is a clothing store. Um, essentially, it was almost $100,000 worth of merchandise and cash lost or stolen. Um, she also let the losers in. Uh, I think two other people got charged. Um, and look, and I didn't. I don't condone. Like I, I don't personally condone that. I'm 100 against it. Like you know, I'm not gonna fix one personal life that had anything to do with this. Like there weren't the po, there aren't the police and stuff like that. And I think Steve Palmer like chewed out the mayor on live TV or something like the next day because he was right. Like cops were not doing nothing until they got that back up. Then they finally made their march up King Street. Just you know, kind of. Uh, put things back in order, essentially. Um, but uh, it was wild. Like, please check those videos out. I have them on YouTube. Load it up. I have them on Instagram and Facebook. My personal account, too. Because um, that shit was wild. But um, with that being said, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I appreciate you guys listening. Check me out. HolyCityHot.com Anchor Spotify Apple Podcasts um, or any of the major platforms that you use podcasts for. And it's your boy Nathan Nick. We out you. We're kind of clever, baby.